recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing my second match against Shawn Michaels. Not WrestleMania, but Vengeance. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Hey, Kurt. I'm doing great. It's great to see you as always. And, uh, man, we've just had a fun couple of weeks on the Kurt Angle Show. It started a few weeks ago with Ask Kurt, which, by the way, people are still buzzing over some of that stuff. We had such a good time, didn't we, on that show? We did. Hopefully we'll have as good of a time today. I hope so, man. And uh, we had a lot of fun. Then we had Frankie Kazarian on, reliving uh, you know, TNA Slammiversary and the tag team match that you guys had together. That was a great show. But as you said... Show, yes. Yeah, that was fun. But as you said, man, this is your second match in that three match series with the heartbreak kid himself, Sean Michaels. And buddy, you guys just had classics and uh I can't wait. He did. I hate to brag about it, but you know what? I'll be honest with you. Anybody that wrestles Sean Michaels is gonna have a classic. So, you know, I I, I can't give myself too much credit. Now, nah, man, sounds good. And uh, listen, so let's get started on this because coming out of WrestleMania, you both are still on opposite brands. You on SmackDown, Sean's on Raw, but there are already teases coming off that match that you two are going to work together again. And and we as fans are excited about it. Did you think that, hey, I'm, I could be in for a long series of matches here with Sean? Did you guys know that was the plan? Well, I knew we were going to have another match. And I, the reason is... At WrestleMania, Vince McMahon let us decide which one would be the winner. And Sean elected to do the job for me. He said, hey, I want you to make me tap out. And, you know, I thought, I thought, you know what? I'm going to end up giving him back that favor eventually, somewhere along the line. So I knew that uh, Sean and I weren't going to be done wrestling, especially with the classic match we had at WrestleMania. I knew that uh, Vince McMahon and the company is going to want to see more of that. And so I wasn't surprised when they uh, booked this second match with Sean. And we're thankful that this uh, did play out the way it did. So, Kurt, you come back to SmackDown and eventually uh, the ECW one-night stand show. That's about to happen. And you're being uh, built as anti-ECW. Did you ever think about ECW after your issue with ECW in 1996? Was that in the cards for you again? Uh, no, no. You know, I never even thought about ECW until Vince came up with this concept. He pulled me aside. I think I told you before, Paul, he mm -hmm. said, listen, I'm starting a new company and, uh, you're going to be the name and face of it. Uh, see, I didn't know he was going to do the anti ECW thing before I actually joined ECW. So that, that was something that Vince, you know, started and wanted me to start in that manner. But eventually he wanted me to be the name and face of ECW. And the crazy thing is, he said, listen, you're going to work in smaller arenas and make less money. And I said, why the hell would I want to do that? That doesn't he said, sound Don't like worry, that. I'll take care of you. I'll pay you more money at the pay-per-views, and it'll make up for the shows that you did for ECW. So he did take care of me, so he wasn't lying. <laughs> 
So at that point, you're in then. That's all it yeah, took. Yep, I was yeah. in. Well, hey, before we continue to move forward, since we're talking ECW, let's go back to that 1996. Did you ever talk to Paul Heyman now that you guys are working together here in WWE about, hey, what the hell was that angle when I first came? Did you guys ever talk about that? Listen, he denies it every time. He, he for How a promoter doesn't know that there's a seven-foot crucifix underneath your ring wrestling during the daytime. So he plays dumb. Yeah. He plays dumb. He says, I didn't know it was there. Mm. I was like, come on, Paul, you could tell me now. It's like, you know, 10 years later, he's like, I didn't know. And I was like, okay, he's full of shit. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny though. He still tried to to play it off to you. So listen, I'll, uh, for a little background here, the story on SmackDown from the observer angle became the Grinch who hates ECW. He complained about going to ECW in 1996 when Raven did the crucifixion angle on Sandman. They teased Taz going after Angle. Angle said he was recruiting a SmackDown army to stop this ECW one-night stand show. Angle also won the hometown gold medal challenge against someone whose name was never announced. And Kurt, in our first clip of the week, we have that confrontation between you and Taz and the Angle gold medal challenge. Let's take a look. Apparently, Vince McMahon was sitting in his office one day and he asked himself, how can I flush a bunch of money down the toilet and disgrace everything that wrestling stands for? I know. Bring back ECW. Now that's a freaking brilliant idea. ECW can kiss my <laughs> You see, people, I know wrestling. I eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling. And ECW is not real wrestling. ECW is garbage. Oh, I know. I know firsthand. I was at an ECW event after I won an Olympic gold medal back in 1996. And it was so horrible and disgusting that I left halfway through the event and vowed that I would never return again. True. But it looks like I'm going to return one last time. That's right. I'm going to buy a bunch of tickets, just like Bischoff on Raw. And I'm going to lead a group of SmackDown volunteers to ruin ECW just like it ruined the sport I love. And Taz, I'm going to bounce around your ECW buddies just like Paul Heyman bounces checks. Now, as you can see, I'm not in a very good mood. Between Booker T 
Charmel, and the ECW, I want to be honest with you. Tonight, it's going to hurt real bad. Now, what's your name? Robert. Oh! Kurt Angle with a right hand in this matchup is underway as Kurt Angle continues to stare back at Taz here and Kurt Angle with that stiff kick now to the ribs. Again, this is a Kurt Angle Invitational, but the bottom line here is this. Kurt Angle is irate. He was embarrassed. He was humiliated Sunday at the hands of Booker T and Charnel. And what an uppercut. And Kurt Angle taking out his, his frustration on this young man from here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with those, those cross faces. And I'm measuring this man as Kurt Angle, a vicious Kurt Angle here tonight. Upset over the fact that ECW is returning for one night only. The fact that he was humiliated at the hands of Charmel Sunday night, he deserved that. And I'm measuring with a kick to the gut. And look at this, the angle slam. Kurt Angle connecting with the angle slam. And now Kurt Angle with the ankle lock, locked in. And this, this youngster has no choice but to take out. Kurt Angle still with the ankle lock locked in. Here is your winner, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle picking up the victory. Wow is right. You kicked the living shit out of Robert the Wrestler from Milwaukee. You know what? That was a really uncomfortable silence from the crowd. <laughs> what did that kid ever do to you? You beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, those forearms across the face look pretty stiff, buddy. They were stiff, and I told him beforehand, they're going to be stiff. He's like, okay, I'm fine with that. But And, you know, I love Taz. Just a, just a scowl from Taz. If, oh, the look. He, yeah. he, he has it. I mean, the, the guy has an incredible look, and all he has to do is stare at you. And yeah. You up your ass. Yeah. And, but you know what? I do love how creative they tied in your being there from 96. Obviously, ECW was never, an, uh, you know, when people think about, oh, everybody should know all the storylines that happen, you know, globally or world. WWE is a global force. But a lot of us true wrestling fans obviously knew about your history, and I love the fact that they tied that into to yeah. what you said. You know what? ECW was was a really big show. I, I would say it was a big cult. Yeah, it was a cult yeah. following. Great Very way to put WWE, it. But they they had a they had a loyal following. Yeah. Oh man. But I tell you what, working with Taz and having you be the head of the SmackDown Army, wouldn't you rather just had the weekend off instead of having to go to New York for that pay-per-view? Because man, that was a rowdy bunch that night, wasn't it? It was, man. The fans were going crazy. I'm glad I went because you know, seeing the fans that passionate, ECW fans, it was really cool to see. And I just wanted to be there because it was in New York City and I uh, wanted to see how it would pan out. 
Dude, it was so much fun. JBL was a heat magnet that night from the balcony. I'll never forget it. So listen, uh, the main event of that SmackDown is a battle royal where the winner gets to choose their dream match. You defeat Ray, Eddie, and Booker to choose your dream match, and you ask for a singles match against Charmel. Yes, yes. I did. You did. You can't get enough of this. WWE creative in 2005 was interesting to say the least. Wasn't it? Very Bob? interesting, man. Booking me in a match with Charmel. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> so here's, uh, here's, here's what the observer had to say. Smackdown the next week in Edmonton Booker was mad at Charmel wrestling. So Teddy long made it a handicap match. Angle cut a promo on Taz and showed the 1996 appearance of angle at the ECW show where Heyman brought him out to trick him into unknowingly putting over Taz angle asked Taz to join him in shutting down ECW. Angle beat Booker and Charmel. After a terrible-looking ref bump, Angle hit, hit Booker twice with a chair and pulled Charmel into the ring and pinned her. Booker chased Angle off with a chair. Teddy Long then announced Booker versus Kurt Angle for next week, provided neither man would be drafted. But, man, looking at you pinning Charmel, man, that's a huge win for you in your heralded career. Is it not, Kurt? Big-time win. It's one of my biggest wins. Yeah, I mean, I one of your top ten. Yeah, it was a WrestleMania main event. <laughs> top 10. This is added to Kurt's top 10, the ever-growing top 10. Oh, man. But, hey, when the WWE uh, draft happens, dude, everyone gets nervous, don't they? Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the reason I get nervous is because a lot don't get drafted, okay, mm -hmm. for one. And so, you know, you got to handle rejection, which kind of sucks. But also, there are seven or eight guys that could be, be picked in the first round. And – only two can get picked in the first round because it's Raw and SmackDown. Sure. Then you have the second round. Then you have the third round. And these athletes that are expected to be in the first round, they start thinking, man, I'm going lower rounds. I'm going in the second. I'm going to third. You know, it's kind of depressing. I'm now the fourth round draft pick, and I, I could have been first. So I think that, you know, it does hurt egos in the company uh, doing the drafts because only two are going to be the first round draft pick. Yeah. And it just, the company has always just seemed to keep everyone in the dark. I mean, it's, it, it, Oh, Oh, they do because you know what? There's always leaks. I remember when I was in a production meeting and Vince McMahon said, listen, if this gets out, I'm firing somebody and 10 minutes later, it got out. So, you know, they were really, really sharp about making sure things stayed under the, under the hood. Yeah, no. And uh, leaks always happen. It's just the nature of wrestling. Someone blabs, someone's the insider, but uh, they do try to. I mean, and, and it used to be where even if there were couples, there was no guarantee couples would stay together on the same show. Now they're more cognizant of it. You'll typically see wrestling couples stay together, but it was wrestlers happy. That's you better. There you go. Well, we move on. It's SmackDown June 9th, 2005 from Kansas city. The observer says Booker pinned angle. And what was said to be the best match of the week in the company, Kurt, how many times are we going to do this show where Dave Meltzer says it was the best match and you're involved. You know what? Dave loves me. I love Dave. I'm going to get it. We're going to get a shirt. Kurt loves Dave. How's that angle went to hit, but you're the only one on this whole ad free podcast network that it can actually say that all the rest <laughs> of them shit all over them. But Dave did love you, man. He loved your wrestling career. You know what? I actually emailed him one time and I didn't think he liked me. I said, I said, listen, I know you don't like me very much, but that's just, how you started it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's like, angle, what are you talking about? I love you. 
And uh, he wasn't lying, man. He always put me over. Every mostly everything we read, dude, is yeah, always good. Well, I didn't read that stuff back then, so I heard that Dave Meltzer's hard, hard on everybody. So I thought he was an asshole to me too, but but he wasn't. No, no, Kurt loves Dave, and uh, that's going to be a new shirt coming to Box of Gimmicks. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about. How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Hey guys, Tony Schiavone. Need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling What Happened When listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. On the debut episode of The False Finish, Chris Harris talks about his successful TNA run as one half of America's Most Wanted and his not-so-successful run in WWE as Braden Walker. To be honest with you, I wanted out. I mean, it wasn't. I was. I was saying the right things to Johnny, like, hey, I'm going to make this work, but inside I was thinking, I hate this fucking place. Um, it's broken me down. It's, it's made me not love wrestling anymore. Um, I, I mean, I, 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 that's kind of when my drinking took a bad turn. And um, yeah, I just, I really needed out. Buff Bagwell joined Ad Free Shows members for a live Q&A, talking about his road to recovery and sobriety and recovery from a broken neck. We took an angle between me and Rick Steiner that could have been a unbelievably long angle and they took that and just made it into a one-night match on Nitro, which I lost my debut match back with a broken neck. Who booked I feel that like shit? that was a bad call. Who, who booked that shit? That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself. My ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. So he said, Angle went to hit Booker in the head with a chair, missed, hit the ropes in the chair. Oh, it's the old chair bounce back and hit Angle, and he was pinned. Angle demanded an answer from Taz on whose side is he on? Angle grabbed the chair and said he was going to sit next to Taz until he made his mind up. Taz didn't answer. Angle hit him with a mic and then a chair. Taz juiced. Guys, we have the clip here. This is going to be fun. Taz was taken at the back, and it was played up very well. Here we go. Clip two of the week. We get to see all this drama unfold. Let's check it out. Yay. Back on SmackDown and Kurt Angle, for some reason, still in the ring, disconsolate, upset with himself. I've seen that Basically look before. Basically because he, <laughs> well, he just lost to Booker T. And, well, here's how it happened. This is the end of the matchup here. Booker T, as he gets out of the ankle lock, referee Jimmy Carreras is knocked down. And Kurt Angle would take advantage using the chair. Yeah, he sure did. Went to town preparing for that ankle lock to destroy the watch this what is by ankle <laughs> how do you do that I mean, love it a big lock, it's damn near comical i mean this wasn't comical however the scissors kick and booker t would pick up the victory and watch the elation in the face of charmel as her husband picks up the win what a joy and happiness you know what it is cole i mean charmel is enough to deal this weirdo, Kurt Angle, weird. around and slipping. <laughs> and you know, the, the irony in this whole thing is that man right there, Kurt Angle, multi-time WWE champion, hit him. 
Kurt, that's the same look you give me when the notes aren't emailed to you. Yet. <laughs> Very ironic. Kurt Angle claimed that somehow it was going to come home to daddy here tonight. And I guess uh, these girls, she's going home with her, with, her, with her husband. Well, Kurt's got his tail tucked between his legs right where it should be. And uh, what you doing with Brown? I can't figure out anything that. Wait a minute. What the hell is this? I told you I'd give you till the end of the evening to make up your mind. Well, I changed my mind. I want an answer, and I want it now. Oh boy! Now you're gonna give me an answer, Taz, and you're gonna give me the one I want. Or I'm gonna take this chair. I'm gonna unfold it. And I'm gonna sit down right next to you until you give me an answer. And I what? ain't going anywhere. What is Kurt Angle talking about? Well, I have to admit this is a, a bit uncomfortable. A bit uncomfortable out here. Kurt Angle demanding Taz give him an answer, either ECW or, or WWE. But Taz told us earlier he doesn't owe Kurt or anybody else an explanation. And if I'm a betting man, I, I can bet that Taz is not going to offer that explanation here. Under this type of, type of circumstances, especially after Kurt demanded that he do it. Well, I'm hoping our general manager, Theodore Long, does something about this. Perhaps gets us some action in the ring because we're not doing anything out here except watching Kurt Angle and who knows what's going through his head and my partner who's just staring a hole through him and wow that's fine Tess I'm not going to play your games if you don't want to give me an answer that's fine with me I'm out of here well you know Seriously, what did you... Oh! What the hell? Come on, what are you, an idiot? Oh, my God! Put the damn chair down! Oh! Kurt Angle just crushed Taz's skull with a chair! My God! Looks like I made up your mind for you, Taz. Because I'll tell you what, NECW's one night stand 
It's going to be me, Bradshaw and his cabinet, Eric Bischoff and his crusaders, and we're taking out ECW, just like I took you out. Get out of here now. Somebody get him out of here. Kurt Angle's a damn lunatic. Kurt Angle is a damn lunatic. That was a stiff, another stiff shot to Taz. <laughs> Sorry, Taz. <laughs> hey, man, listen, when I watched you, though, you two and the interaction between you two, it makes me wish, man, I wish we could have got, unfortunately, we know Taz had a major injury, right, Nick? I would have loved to see more of a program with you and Taz if, if that one. Yeah, I would have too, man. He was a suplex machine. I was <sighs> too. It could have been great chemistry. You're right. Oh. Completely agree. Uh, Meltzer says, or your your hero, he says, Angle is openly talking about wanting to switch to Raw. In an article in the Peoria Journal, uh, Peoria Journal, he said, I've wrestled everybody on SmackDown more than once. I love wrestling the Eddie Guerreros and the Rey Mysterios and guys like that, but there are guys on Raw that I haven't wrestled in years or have never wrestled. I would like to make a move and have a chance to be the franchise on Raw. Kurt, did you know at this point you were going to Raw and building to it, or was this you really just trying to campaign to get there? Actually, it was both. Okay. I wanted to go to Raw because I was on SmackDown for so many years, and I wanted new, fresh talent. But also the company wrote that in the in the creative. Sure, that they wanted me to push for it, so it was both. So it was both. That's like a conversation that you were having with Vince at the time, and and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna build that into the creative." Plus, like you said, hey, I was like, you said, "I've wrestled these guys several times. I want to go over and wrestle some of these dudes." Yeah, well, I don't know if you remember, but I did go to Raw. Yeah, and uh, you know, we talked about this earlier. <laughs> two months later i went back to smackdown it was so fast oh, yeah yeah so you know it was kind of crazy that uh, i ended up on smackdown again yeah well uh Meltzer said he also did a shoot rip on ecw they almost ruined the business as a whole fans started to expect everyone and everybody to go through tables and get hung by barbed wire and it just really pulled the business back years and years this is like old man angle like you know yell, <laughs> yelling at the clouds he somehow blamed the ecw for creating expectations of fans that led to all the neck injuries but man it's hard to disagree with that looking back isn't it did you get any no, shit no, or I heat about lie, it but i would tell you this i should have never said it uh, because I'll tell, I'll tell you what, the ECW fan is a different fan. Okay. They're a different breed. They love the hardcore stuff. This is what they're passionate about. I totally understand that. I didn't get that back then, but I do now. And I realized I shouldn't have said stuff like that because that's what the fans wanted in ECW. A WWE fan doesn't necessarily want that. They like that every once in a while, but in ECW, it happened all the time. And I think that an ECW fan loves that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? There's a, a different, different strokes for different folks, as they say. Right. And, uh, it's, it was catering to a different audience and, uh, there's people that enjoy that and stuff. But when you talk about the injuries and things like that, um, there's a lot of truth to it. Oh, it contributed to a lot of injuries. No yeah. doubt about it. So we get to ECW one night stand, uh, June 12th, 2005. 
And uh, Meltzer said the SmackDown crew of JBL, Kurt Angle, Orlando Jordan, the Bashams, Carlito, Matt Morgan, they all show up. Angle and JBL did a promo running down the audience. Man, I can I can remember seeing it like it was yesterday. JBL said the fans were all internet guys, that wrestling is crummy, that people are buying the pay-per-view to see him. And when he's in Madison Square Garden, the place sells out while they're in a bingo hall. Well, they weren't in a bingo hall, but whatever. He talked about how WWE was way above them. And then to end uh, to the end of the show, all the ECW guys got in the ring and Sandman asked for a beer. Steve Austin comes out to give him one, cuts a promo on the WWE heel, heels, telling them to get their asses to the ring. He said if they don't come down, he was going up to going up to get them. They came down for the expected ass kicking. The big pop was Tash showing up and squaring off with Kurt Angle, leading to Rhino goring Angle out of the ring where Tash choked him out on the aisle. Kind of weird to have you all eat all this at the end. Why you and not someone else? Do you think, Kurt? I will tell you this. Uh, it w- it was all my fault. Um, uh, at this point in my career, I was a real pain in the ass. Okay. I, I listen, yeah. I was addicted to painkillers. I was hiding. Um, yeah. I was hiding it. Um, I was getting injured all the time. I was really frustrated with creative because of the Charmel thing and all this stuff. But sure. what we do? And I just felt like I kept lashing out and saying, well, why are you guys doing this? You, you know, you need to change things. I need, I need something better than this. And I was always demanding everything. And I think the company said, you know what? We need to put this guy in his place. And that's what they did. And, and I don't blame them for that. I'm not kissing their ass by any means, but I was a real asshole. And um, I can't believe I was that way because that, that's not me. But, you know, being addicted to the painkillers and getting injuries and being so frustrated all the time, um, I was lashing out. And uh, I definitely deserve that. So it was them teaching me a lesson, basically, because I was one of the top guys in the company. They don't normally do that to top guys in the company. But uh, they had to do that to me at this point in time. Dude, I want you to talk about, though, while we have a moment here talking about One Night Stand, just the atmosphere of that show in general, the buzz, the crowd. the (laughs) You know what? These fans were crazy. I mean, it, it was the one of the loudest crowds. Chance, Summerstein Ballroom. It's a it's a perfect ballroom to have. You know, you're talking like six seven thousand people, and it is loud. I mean, these fans were so into it. Um, they were a, a little bit more passionate than most WWE fans, definitely. There's nothing, man. There was nothing back in the day like a rabid ECW crowd, man. Oh, nothing they went like nuts it all the time. I mean, they they were so passionate. I, uh, I've been, was lucky enough to attend some of the shows back in the day, having grown up about an hour and a half outside of Philadelphia. So I knew what it was all about, whether it was nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, not all the time, but I was either, I was at a, a high school fort in Glasgow, Delaware. I got to be at the big kahuna and that was in Wilmington, Delaware at a nightclub. Also got to go to the ECW arena. Um, saw Sabu come down. I mean, it was, it was just like you said, a cult following, uh, nothing like it, man. So cool. So listen, you're finally drafted to raw and end up doing the woo off with Hunter and flair. You ready for this? Cause we got it, man. It's our third clip. Yeah, let's, let's do it, man. All right, let's check it out. This is June 27th, 2005. It's the woo off and, uh, it's here on raw. Let's check it out. Over 15,000 fans on hand. And what a special night this is going to be. Uh, it's going to be great. JR King on the heels of vengeance. The diva search starts tonight. It could be anything bigger than it is going to be tonight. Oh, the ace pilots are going to be here. Oh, you know 
Sean Michaels. Oh, unbelievable. They, they somehow keep topping themselves. Everybody was talking about it after the show last night. They want to see it a third time. But tonight, Kurt Angle has something on his mind, obviously. I'd like to hear what he has to say. At WrestleMania 21, I made Shawn Michaels tap. Sure enough. Last night at Vengeance, well, Shawn got lucky. So I guess this ties the series one to one. And I'll bet my bottom dollar that each and every one of you would love to see round three of Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels right here tonight. I'd love to see it. Here tonight? Yes. Well, it's not going to happen. You see, I beat Shawn Michaels at the biggest show of all. WrestleMania 21. I made him tap. That counts twice. So as far as I'm concerned, Shawn and I, were through. No, I'm here. I'm here for another man. Batista. <laughs> that would be the world heavyweight champion. Last week, I didn't get a chance to beat Batista because surprise, surprise, Triple H had to stick his big nose where it doesn't belong in my business and ruin my match. So I'm going to make this very, very clear, Batista. I've beaten everyone in this business that there is the beat. I am the man around here. And there's not a person alive that can say otherwise. So Batista, I want you to come out. come down here, babble for 20 minutes, and you're gonna stand behind him and smile? What's the deal? What the hell are you out here for? The deal is, Kurt Angle, I wanna shake your hand. I wanna shake your hand. I came out here because I wanna reinforce every word you've just said. Did you read my book, man? You stay healthy, you can be the greatest of all time. 
Coming from me, brother, that's a big time compliment. You're an Olympic gold medalist. Hell, my son is a great amateur wrestler. I want my son to grow up and be like you, not me. Yeah, I would like my son to be as good as you are. Okay? As a matter of fact, I'm going to say something the whole world, I hate saying this, I'm a mark for you, Kurt Angle. I'm a mark. Yeah, I think you're that good. You've gotten so great, so fast, so quick. It's unbelievable. But saying you're the man, nah, I don't think so. I still got to go with Triple H. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, hey. whoa, whoa, whoa. I know where this is going. Triple H. I know what you're trying to do, Rick. You're trying to come out here, get Triple H a rematch with Batista. Well, guess what? Batista beat him three times. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Actually, I don't have to talk for Triple H. He's the greatest source alive today. The reason he's not here, you know why. Hell in the Cell last night, one of the greatest matches ever. He's got 30 stitches. Spine busted on steel stairs, cracked rib. He's physically and emotionally unable to be here tonight. But let me assure you of this. He and Batista categorized themselves last night as great. Uh, Rick, you're looking at great. You're looking at the best in the business. So why don't you do yourself a favor? Why don't you take yourself to the back, drink your insure, take a nap, and get out of this ring before you get hurt. Have you ever crashed in an airplane? That's what I call getting hurt. <laughs> and let me tell you something else. You had a great match last night with HBK. Got two of the greatest of all time. It was phenomenal. But you shoot on me, high crotch, low single, farmer's carry, I'm gonna put my finger through your eye. And if you put a hold on me, I can't come out of, I'm gonna bite your finger off. And you know what? If you're as tough as I think you are, and this don't hurt, I'm gonna grab you by the testicles. And I'm gonna pull. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna hurt you if you screw with me. All right, you proven that you're the dirtiest player in the game. Yes, I get right. it, Rick, okay? Yeah. I get it. Forget about it. I love the theory of being called the man. The one thing you can never take away from me is being the dirtiest player in the game. I'll tell you what, I've heard enough, okay? I tried to be nice, but if you're not careful, I'm gonna go back to Eric Bischoff, and I'm gonna ask him for a match against you. And that's something, Ric Flair, I don't care what you've done in your life, you do not want. Eric Bischoff, 
hell this McMahon is sitting home right now drooling. It's Kurt Angle. It's Ric Flair. Whoa, whoa, it's whoa, whoa. Raw. Oh, 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 I see what you want. You want it. You got it. For the first time ever, one-on-one right here tonight. It's going to be Kurt Angle versus the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Come on, Kurt. Give me your best. Woo! Woo! I can't do it. You my, can't hit the high note. <laughs> no, my neck surgeries. They hit uh, messed it all up. <clears throat> Listen, uh, Rick. How good is he? I, uh, you know what? I'll tell you this. That night, he was not in shape. Okay? Mm -hmm. He he, he went, didn't wrestle for like a long time, like eight, ten months. And he, when he did wrestle, it was very few and far in between. And when he wooed that night, he blew up. <laughs> He got tired wood up. The wood blew up. was at the end. Yeah. And, and later on, he said, listen, man, I'm not that not that great of shape. I don't know how I'm going to do. Uh, you know, you're going to have to give me some rest periods. You know, put me in a rest hole and let me get my breath. So, you know, here's Ric Flair, the greatest of all time. You know, tell me, hey, pace this match. <laughs> Make sure I can get through it. And you know what? Rick is the hardest worker in the business. He just wasn't active at this point in his career. So, unfortunately, he wasn't able to, you know, go in there and give 110%. It's almost like you trying to come off of being commissioner after 10 months. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that happened to me, and look what happened. Right. That so, it horrible. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Double J, Jeff Jarrett, here to tell you a little bit about the nonstop savings happening over here at SaveWithConrad.com. Are high credit card balances holding you down on the card? If you're looking to give a guitar shot to your credit card debt or give your home the push it deserves with some upgrades and remodeling, you need to go to SaveWithConrad.com. That's right, SaveWithConrad.com. Conrad and his team are routinely helping my world listeners save five, six, seven, even $800 a month. Oh, did I mention you get to skip your next two house payments? Take a cue from The Last Outlaw because if anybody knows how to get the bag, it's me. Strut on over to SaveWithConrad.com today and see how much money you can save for free. That's right. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Woo! But it's so fun to hear him on the mic and just you two going back and forth at each other. He's going to grab right. your testes. I mean, it's a just. Anytime Ric Flair does a promo, it's a classic. It and is. my favorite one is when him and Jay Lethal did one. Oh, yeah. That was, that was awesome. Classic. And Jay Lethal was just sounded just like nature boy. He did. He did. He was imitating. It was perfect. Uh, so good. Fun times. Uh, always entertaining. So again, raw January, uh, we move on. Uh, and, and this is from, uh, angle did the woo off with flair. Then triple H said it was gimmick infringement. This was lasting forever and getting nowhere until angle told triple H that he used to fool around with triple H's wife behind her back. Yikes, the money line. There it is, Kurt. The crowd buzzed about that one. Triple H then laughed about it and said, everyone's fooled around with his ex-wife. 
Oh my God. The show ended with Batista coming out. Triple H said he trained Batista and Batista was going to kill Kurt. So next week it's angle versus Batista as the main event. Michaels then came back and said he had no dance partner for the pay-per-view and challenged angle. Angle accepted to a lukewarm response. Then Angle, Flair, Triple H, Batista, and Michaels had a sloppy brawl. Angle paired off with Batista, and it just wasn't pretty. Man, this is something, though. This is quite the segment here, Kurt, between the comedy, the wooing, the line about Stephanie from Triple H. All of a sudden, <laughs> it's you versus Michaels. It just feels like everything was kind of thrown together, rushed. It was rushed. That, that All those segments, that, that could have been done in like five weeks of TV. You know, they did it all like in 10 minutes and it was ridiculous. I, I think everything was all put together. They didn't have a build up for Sean and I for the next match. It, you know, just, uh, it was rushed. It was very rushed. Yeah. We move on to Raw, June 20th, 2005 from Phoenix. Batista beats Angle via DQ in 2 minutes, 21 seconds when Triple H and Flair interfere and Michaels makes the save. Uh, this sets up a tag where Angle and Triple H beat Batista and Michaels in 751. Michaels and Angle ended up brawling outside the ring into the crowd. And in the ring, Batista gave Triple H and Flair both spine busters. After the one to Flair, Triple H used a low blow and gave Batista a pedigree and pinned him. Batista looked fine on TV as last week he had gotten a black eye from a punch in the end of the show brawl from Kurt Angle. Oh, look at you delivering the old black eye. Hey, I, I guess I stiffed him. <laughs> the match was so-so as Michaels, Angle, and Triple H were below their usual level. Oh, okay. Damn, Kurt, you gave him a black eye. Do you remember any of this or what? No, I don't remember giving him a black eye, but I will say that Dave Batista at this point in his career was, I thought Triple H did a really good job of mentoring him. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he was really good at this point in his career. It sounds like Batista still owes you a receipt at some point. So, uh, yes, Dave, if you ever see Kurt, uh, I prefer not him to. So, <laughs> he's not listening. Please don't keep doing your movies and stay away from me. How much fun is it, though, to see what he's been able to do? You talk about oh, movies. It's, it's incredible. I'm so proud of him. Uh, yeah. Seeing how he how far he's come, uh, doing all the Marvel movies and just uh, er, yeah. all the other movies. He's doing so many different. Become a he's big star. Versatile. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. He might be the best wrestling actor in Hollywood right now. He might be. You you know who who else is out there? I know. Wow. That's I'm just saying he might be. Okay. Okay. Well, we won't make it too controversial, but there you go. Best wrestling actor in Hollywood. Dave oh, listen, Dwayne's an awesome actor. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you got Dwayne. You got John. I mean, come on. You know, so. Cena's doing a great job too. Yeah. They're all doing. But Dave may be the best. He could be. Yeah. Okay. No, don't. You know what? Up. I think he takes the parts that are perfect for him. He does. More comfortable with those. And I think that's the reason. And maybe too, there's like, it's, surprising how good he has become yeah and he's funny you know especially yeah. when he was doing the guardians of the galaxy and so you know, good and that character was really good yeah knocked it out of the park absolutely talk about sean michaels here uh because as we talked it was rushed it felt like the story the creative you're flying into this this match was with him i mean he's always got to be thrilled though to work with you did you guys talk about it were you excited to get back in the ring at vengeance do you recall yeah yeah sean doesn't really hype anything up you know okay. he, he, he's pretty much you know uh you know just even care just do, doing what he has to do and 
You know, he he uh, he was really happy with our WrestleMania match. And what he told me before this match was, let's just try to repeat that. We don't have to get any better, any worse. Let's just try to repeat what we did. Okay. Uh, Meltzer said, coming two weeks after the ECW pay-per-view show, that even with them almost pretending it never happened, the feeling about it on television is it's still the biggest thing in wrestling. The Raw crew was under the gun. It would be almost impossible to live up to the reaction to that pay-per-view and would almost be a sure thing that Vengeance on June 26th from the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas before an estimated 9,000 fans would thus be considered a disappointment. Well, they were adding a Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania rematch and then a Batista having his career best match in a Hell in a Cell with Triple H. They produced a show with better angry matches and one of the company's best shows in recent years. That's high praise from Dave. Uh, Do you think that Raw felt, Kurt, the pressure after that insane reaction to that ECW pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. When, When these fans are reacting the way they did for ECW... You want the same response from your fans. So, yeah, you're definitely going to want to pour it on and do as much as you can to get that kind of reaction. All right, well, let's get into it, man. Our final clip of the week. It's Vengeance. It's June 26, 2005, live, as I said, from Las Vegas. Uh, We have the last five or six minutes of your match versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, Guys, this is one that you should go back and check out, man, because anytime Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels got in the ring together, it was magic. And uh, so we're going to watch the last few minutes of this one, and then I'll read some of the reviews from Meltzer. I'm sure uh, he's going to just love this one. So here we go, Kurt. A lot of damage in this match. And so was the back of Shawn Michaels. And Michaels trying to... Oh, right now. That caught Angle right in the face. What a hard shot that was. broken nose after that kick. Well, but Kurt Angle delivered the angle slam maybe after that elbow. He didn't have everything that he could put in it because Shawn Michaels somehow was able to get his shoulder up. Kurt Angle got up out of his bat mouth and Shawn. Oh, no, here we go. Hey, he's a cradle. He's a cradle. Oh, what a counter to that ankle lock. Incapacitated. That may have been the only thing that could save Shawn Michaels for the moment because Kurt Angle had that ankle lock locked in. Don't say it might have been. That's the only thing that could have changed Shawn Michaels. But it's only a matter of moments at this time. Referee in the wrong place at the wrong time. Both men back up. Michaels and Angle match. And Michaels going to be an elevated. And Michaels going to hurt that knee or that ankle lock. He hyperextended his knee. Michaels elevated back, dropped over the, the top rope from the oh, ring to the floor. Come on, shoot somebody out! Oh, come on! Oh, come that knee is bad, just like his back is, just like his neck is. He may have hyperextended it. I think they're, uh, I our time here somebody there at ringside are asking for help. The WWE doctor and our trainer both out there. Watch it, watch it, 
medical attention. You can't get medical attention right in the middle of a damn match. It's all about that killer instinct, and I love it. Referee is just starting to navigate a little bit, but I'm not so sure that the referee wouldn't stop this match on the outside. Well, Sean can tap out. He can stop the 21. Angle's on the outside of the ring. You 
can't think like Kurt Angle. They are no way. I, I realize that. They are talking wrestling genius. Your head would explode if you, if you thought like Kurt Angle. What's he gonna do here? Angle, though, he's in a high, high risk territory here. And oh! Sweet Tim music. Angle went to the high risk. Chris Carter Town took another chance and got another sweet ten minutes. The cover will it be? Yes, it is. Oh, can you believe it? I can't believe it. Sean Michaels believes it. Kurt, initial thoughts after seeing that. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was as good as WrestleMania. And, and man, Meltzer said the same thing. He said another near classic performance. Michaels pins Kurt Angle 2611. Dude, the way he put the super kick right on you. Oh, I know. Both times. <laughs> as we, It was crazy. Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> I remember him doing one to Shelton Benjamin at one point in time. That's right. Sean did the same thing. And. I was like, holy crap, that's awesome. And then Sean did it to me. <laughs> so is it when you saw the Shelton, were you like, hey, let's can we do that spot in this match? Yeah, well, I think Sean's the one that came up with it. Okay. And, and I was a little tentative to go to the top rope because I don't usually go up there unless I'm doing a moon, moonsault. But he's like, you know, let's just break your character a little bit. You know, okay. retire. We're both down selling. You want to go up. You know, I can't move because my ankle was hurt. So I'm stuck in the middle of the ring. Go to the top rope and then jump off. Go for a frog splash, I'll kick you in the face. Melt and the match is over. Yeah, Meltzer said they tried to do an offshoot of the Michaels Benjamin Raw finish, but this wasn't nearly as impressive or well timed. Still, <laughs> it was among the best matches of the year, and he gave it a four and a half star rating. Dude, in today's rating, the way he's given out five stars like candy, this would have easily been another five star. I, I feel yeah, I feel like he gives out a little bit more five star five star matches a little more uh, graciously than he used to. But uh, yeah, he was more he was pickier back then. He was a little tougher, greater, I think, back then. But I gotta ask, how different was the second time from the first time? You know what? We just had more of a knack for each other. I mean, you don't need to have chemistry with Shawn Michaels because he's naturally going to have chemistry with everyone. But I felt more comfortable the second time. The only thing, and I think you said this earlier, is. Maybe the, it would have been nicer to have a bigger build to this. Yeah, yeah, we had no build to it. But I mean, if you're going to wrestle, you know, Sean Mike, Sean Michaels against Kurt Angle, you don't really need a build up. I, you know, it would have been nice to have it, but we sure. Didn't. Well, Kurt, that's going to uh, wrap up this week's coverage. Guys, listen, make sure you're checking out all Kurt's past top impact moments at impactwrestling.com forward slash packages and sign up with code Kurt. That helps us out, helps out the show. But man, we've said it. Well, you know, we cover a lot of WWE ground here, Kurt, but you're the bulk of your career was TNA, man, wasn't it? Yes, it was 11 years, 11 years straight. So check it out. You can sign up there, impactwrestling.com backslash packages. Sign up with code Kurt. And if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, there's no better place to advertise than right here with us on the Kurt Angle Show. You've heard us do ads for some of the same companies for years, and the reason is because it works. So check us out. Go to advertisewithangle.com right now and find out more about advertising right here on the Kurt Angle Show and hearing your Olympic hero Talk about your product or service. I mean, God, if they are, it might be as good as what you're doing with your protein shakes, pal. And you're like <laughs> hiding behind people who are taste testing. What are you doing? Uh, uh, hey, I'm trying to push my protein. I love it. 
plant-based protein on the market. Go to projectonenutrition.com to order yours. Well, here he goes. He's like a robot with it. Dude, I love it there. They're like pro pro uh, professionally produced and everything, what you're doing yeah, with those yeah, spots. They, they do a good job, yes. Uh, doing a really nice job with that. Guys, check out ad-free shows. If you sign up, the first week is free, okay? You get a taste of everything that it's all about. You get bonus shows, uh, a lot of great content, over a dozen of your favorite wrestling podcasts. You can start your free trial today at adfreeshows.com. Kurt and I do bonus episodes. Uh, we sometimes predict pay-per-views and had a lot of fun over there. You can also find us on social media. YouTube, those of us watching us right now, go to youtube.com forward slash the angle pod, subscribe, turn on those notifications. And, uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Kurt, tell us about those wonderful chicken snacks that physically fit. Snacks, not just my protein, the Kurt angle, American dream cookies and cream protein. But now we have chicken snacks to talk about. One's chicken protein, one's organic plant protein. Actually, we have new protein coming out. Uh, it's a, it's a whey protein. The snacks actually taste better. They're all the same flavors, too. You, you can get uh, cinnamon swirl, um, honey barbecue, or sweet barbecue. Um, huh. There's a, a sour cream and onion, uh, sriracha, uh, buffalo wild, uh, buffalo blue cheese. I should say wild buffalo blue cheese. There's 11 different flavors. You're absolutely going to love them. Go to physicallyfit.com. That's physicallyfit.com. Order these. You're going to absolutely love them. They taste incredible. And uh, we'll send them right to you. Kurt, I'm going to have to see, play my card here as your co-host and see when those gimmicks come out with the new whey protein, if you can somehow just, you know, ship me a few extra so I can munch on them. I'll record the show. Right now, brother. Okay. All right. I like it. All right. And then last but not least guys, check out send your address. Oh, okay. I'll send that again. So we'll, uh, we'll do KurtAnglebrand.com. That's where you get all the cool stuff. Like see that cowboy hat behind Kurt. He's selling cowboy hats. He's selling birthday cards, t-shirts, cameo videos. Yes. He's pointing to it. If you're watching YouTube, he's, he's somewhere near it. Yeah. He's trying, but yeah, cowboy hats, Kurt, what else you should, uh, I was going to say shilling. What else are you selling over at the Kurt angle brand.com? Hold on. I'm picking my nose. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, idiot. There are birthday cards. There's uh, autographed photos. We have uh, milk cartons. We have uh, cameo video messages. I forgot the milk curtains. Yeah. Whole ball of wax, man. Go to go to KurtAnglebrand.com and order yours, and I'll send it right to you. It won't take me no time at all to get it to you. Yeah, so for the Kurt Angle lover in your life, which I know we all have one, check it out, KurtAnglebrand.com. Kurt, I had a blast this week with you, man. Me too, man. All right, on behalf of your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell, and we'll see you right back here next week on... The Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.